Greetings and welcome to Modern Work. James Wills here with the inaugural season of a podcast in search of the secrets of the people who have the perfect gig. Those that are singing their own song, doing good work, and knowing it's really right for them. What do they know that the rest of us are missing? Or is there no secret at all? We podcast twice a month and hope to count on you as a listener. See the schedule at radio.webdocky.com. Right. Yeah, I think I would get bored working for someone else and for for on one project or one tiny piece of a project for a long time. I really like. I really like the part of doing work for a bunch of different people that I get to work with different teams. I get to travel around. I get to meet people and see what they're interested in. And um, and I also kind of got get to be in charge of uh, of how I work. I don't want to show up in an office. All day, but that that said, there's there's also all this there's a steep learning curve of running a business that me and Chelsea are both involved in now. I mean, Chelsea's done it before. I don't really, I don't really know that much about it. So there's, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a constant struggle to balance doing the actual work of consulting and also everything else that goes on with uh, with running a business of consulting. We've been doing all these different projects that one way of looking at them could be to, to call it a consulting business. We've been doing major research projects in Mexico on food security and biodiversity. We've been running this podcast. We've been doing um, teaching courses and, and, um, and so bring kind of bring together the, our expertise into this um, series of projects that um, I know you've been doing I know you've business. been doing that soil sampling too so you know. right right and, that, and that's part of it so it's um, around here the main the main things that I spend my time doing right now for my job are, are producing our podcast Delicious Revolution uh, my biggest client is the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations um, so and I consult with I them on starting a program in agroecology and pets, um, how to define that, how to say what agroecology is, and how to reach out to farmers organizations around the world to uh, to do some work there. And then I have a bunch of smaller clients that have farms here in Sonoma County, and they're trying to figure out how to meet a bunch of different goals: some production goals, some social change goals some conservation goals and how to do that all right. without going crazy because farming's a lot of work. But they, I don't know, every maybe like two or three weeks, I'm like, well, why don't I just have a normal job? But that lasts for maybe a minute or two because uh, I, see. I, I, see. I, love, I love directing my own energy and, and how I work and what projects I take. Yeah, so what, what, what would you tell? I mean, what would you tell young people? I mean, you know... High school, coming out of high school, just starting for their degrees or their majors, or I mean, do you have any adv- advice for them? I mean, you know how they can better find what they like and how they can do what they, you know, what turns them on. Yeah, you asked if, if I had any advice for young people. I was thinking, no, I don't have any advice for young people. <laughs> but uh, one thing that I do have is like, yeah, study abroad study abroad go as soon as you can travel abroad and like live somewhere else yeah, do that I see that's their advice I 
I would tend to right. agree with that. I mean, I did everything backwards. Um, you know, <laughs> I, but so it ended up by default. I, everything that you decided, you just ended up that way, and you decided I, again, and it. Ended I knew up that exactly way. where I, I knew exactly the kind of work that I wanted to do, and I think that was kind of rare. So I was, I was even in high school. I knew I wanted to do research in alternative agriculture and sustainable agriculture. Um, How did you know that? I, I, you know, I think I was, it was kind of a, a rare kid that way that I just had that pretty clear in my mind. I, I started, I asked my parents if I could dig up a big part of the yard and plant vegetables, and then I sold those at the farmer's market. Um, through that experience, I, it was a lot of fun. I got the, I also kind of learned that that's a really hard way to make a living. Um, farming itself, yeah. even yeah. though I didn't fully learn that lesson because I tried again later in life and also there's still a hard way to make a living. <laughs> but, I, but one of the things I knew is I, I liked working with farmers and I had this neighbor, uh, his name was Harvey Johnson, he was, um, he was born there on a homestead, his, his dad was the original homesteader, he went away to the Korean War, he came back, it's the only time he ever traveled, he got back and he and at the end of his life, he died there. And in the meantime, he had like the uh, the contract to grow all the seedlings, the Douglas fir seedlings, to reforest the entire island where we grew up. Oh, um, oh. And he just grew wacky things. He grew like a hundred different varieties of apples, only a quarter of which ever produced anything because they were in the wrong place. But he just loved it. And he would say things to me like, like, you know what? If you want to do this farming thing. You kind of, it, it's pretty fun, but it's also like you have to be a farmer and a manager and a marketer and, you know, you have to do everything. That's part of what makes it fun. That's part of what makes it hard. And, I see. Uh, and it's kind of like having a small business, right? But I think yes, ever since very much. Came, I knew that I had, I really liked working with farmers and interviewing farmers. And so now I've done that all over the world. And that's my job, is, is working with farmers on, on big participatory research projects. This episode of Modern Work is brought to you by My Right Career. That's Don Lundgren's system. It is deceptively simple wisdom approached from a pragmatic point of view. Follow the link on our companion website. Some of the difficulties of that, that joy of doing, growing things and playing all those different roles and the stress of playing all those different roles, mm-hmm. that doesn't really change. Mm-hmm. That's true if you're really poor or if you're really rich when I you're see. farming. I see. So the same rules apply to the rich farmer as the poor, poor farmer in that case. I mean, I mean, in terms of that, that balancing, that kind of the joy of balancing all right. the different things and the stress of balancing. But yeah, I mean, other rules, of course, don't apply. Right. A lot of our research right. we've done in places where people don't have enough to eat. Um, and that's obviously not the, the case here in Sonoma County. No, no. If anything, it's the other way. We maybe have too much to eat or not enough of the um, right thing right. to eat. That seems to be yeah, more I mean, than... You just, I, you just see what gets your interest. I mean, you, you want to do something with your life that keeps you interested and curious, right? So you follow your curiosity and um, ignore what people tell you you should probably do because you probably have a better sense just innately of what's 
what's going to keep you interested and what's going to what's going to be um, engaging in the future. I don't know. I think a lot about my my brother. Just when he was little, he was just like really into computers, and everyone thought he was crazy, myself included. Like, why? That's a really weird hobby. And of course, now that's a that's a big deal. But it's um. He's very well employed. And I was into the sustainable agriculture thing. Much less secure employment, but still, there's a lot of interest grew up because mm-hmm. I followed my mm-hmm. curiosity. And I, I guess probably just had some kind of um, feeling that that was an important thing in the world. Played an important place to engage. And it turns out, you know, a lot of people agreed a lot later. I think that's probably true. And for most people, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it matters that much whether or not I don't think you can predict the future but you can like try to know what actually makes you feel engaged and interested yeah so it's a question of really of, of, of knowing yourself and then being able to read what you know to be able to tell if you like it or if you're going to be able to go anywhere with it or if it's going to be meaningful yeah, we all know that it's going to be different for all of us I mean that's what makes the world right. around you know um, of course, eh? And it's going to change. I mean, that's the, you know, what I do for work. But when I was in high school, these devices weren't developed for decades after that, you know? Right. Uh, and right. so there's no way I could have trained for, you know, doing the technical work that I do because there was no technical thing to work with. And um, Right. So, well, question I have is, do you think that the mold, the old education, career, retirement pattern, is, do you think that this holds up anymore, or do you think this is just a leftover from the last uh, industrial age, you know, or whatever age <laughs> referred to, postmodern or whatever? Do you get the question? It's, it's probably, it's probably just mostly just the holdover. I mean, I get that. It's, it's probably... Some people are into that idea that they're going to work really hard and then spend the years from about 65 to whenever, you know, driving around in an RV or something. I don't know. I don't you know. It doesn't sound very appealing to me. I see. So the idea of retirement, and, having, having a career and then shutting it off with a retirement just isn't going to hold water for you. No, no, but um, I, it's probably not that realistic anymore, is it? Like, it, I don't know. That's I, the point. That's that's kind of the point kind of I'm getting here. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't know how long yeah. the retirement will be. If it's only for a few uh-huh. years, you don't have to save for very very much, you know. But if it's for 20, <laughs> that's right. if it's looking at 20 plus years, you might want to put a little thought on that before you quit your job. Um, yeah. Plus, it, it makes sense to travel and do non-lucrative things with your life, go on adventures, do that kind of thing while you're while you're young and healthy too, and while you can like learn and learn, expand your mind with those adventures that will last you your whole life. Yes, I I definitely agree with that. I mean, traveling has <laughs> yeah. you know been essential for my life and all the people in my family, and it, it is oh, very totally. very meaningful stuff. Um, yeah. Thanks, Devin. I have more questions about agriculture in general, but maybe another time. 
All the best with your endeavors. Thanks for listening. James Wills again, signing off on this edition of Modern Work, a podcast series devoted to the proposition that if you have the right job, it won't feel like work. By the way, subscribe to our podcast or visit us on our companion site at radio.webdocky.com.